Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital, and welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the weekly video games podcast where we give our impressions of the video games that you can play today and react to the latest news from the wonderful world of video games. We're here every Monday on your favourite podcast app and YouTube absolutely free. This time I'm joined by the former... Dimp Digital Gaming Quiz Champion. He's also in the running for the Grand Prix Championship. <laughs> it's Pac-Man himself, Tom Adcock. How's it going? Mate, it's going all right, but don't say it. I heard you slagging me off the other day, mate. Written oh. off. Poor choices. Mark's will have left it, he said. No, we said he's given up. I ain't given up, man. I'm just biding my time. A couple more windows. It's, it's One right. window left. It's fine. That's exactly what I knew. So, to be fair, I still think it's really open, and yeah. um, people are getting written off, and people are already being sworn in as the as the winner, which I think is a ridiculous thing to do. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good though. In your, if you were to look at it on paper, and someone didn't quite understand that there was time to rectify, if they looked at the scores and the doors for the Grand Prix, you'd be, they'd be looking at relegating you, I think. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm fucked, and I sort of gambled. Is really not paid off. Haven't managed it, so. No. Got well, a lot of blank spaces now. Let's Nintendo come out and go, oh, Bayonetta 3 and yeah. Breath of the Wild, and it's all coming out tomorrow. Then got a chance. Otherwise, not so much. Well, I always say that you can... I think Biff made the most transfers last year and still won. And historically, the people who are making the transfers get the good. So I, I think there's always a chance. You never know what's going to be lurking in the ether to come out. Um, we're not going to do another Fantasy Gaming League episode, thank Christ, people are saying they're not too happy with those, but that's what it is. Um, Half Life Alex and the Oculus Rift S headset. I'm going to give my impressions of both of those. I know you're all sitting there going, Oi, what apps? Why have you got that little Pac Man fella on? I go, First of all, don't slag him off. He, he, <laughs> he might look like a little Pac Man fella, but he is a valued member of the Dimp Digital team. And to be honest, brings the most experience to idle game chat just on age alone but the most important thing for this episode is he is a and long time fans will know this historically you've been the vr man now biff originally had it and then as usual packed it in after about a year but you've had the vr you've been playing the vr so it kind of makes sense to have someone with some vr knowledge who can probe me on that and fits on my little pac-man head better as well doesn't it? it's clean sort of less covid so just Slots right on, no problems. Yeah, easy. one thing that's the sort of spoiler for a head, but the annoying thing was how hot it gets in those things. And having like a bowl cut hair like I've got at the moment, it was just like my fringe was stuck over my eyes constantly. And then steaming up and I was like... Right. Steaming up's the worst, yeah, really annoys you. Yeah. We're fortunate we don't, the pair of us don't wear glasses because I think that's another added hassle that we don't yeah i feel like glasses and if you get really motion sick both of those could be absolute which i you know i've been known to get a bit motion sick now and again so that does happen sometimes but before we kick off formally i'm just going to plug the patreon oh there's a beer going what we got so it was actually slim pickings san miguel from a leftover barbecue can so 330 not bad can 
Yeah, I know. Who drinks cans? Well, well, cans are fine, but I didn't think San Miguel was a canned drink. Well, obviously they all are, but normally I'd expect to see that in a bottle. It's the premium special, apparently, so... Mm, I have a bit more guts about it, but I'm going to plug the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash idle game chat. And if you enjoy the show, you can head over there and support us financially. And if you don't want to do that, at least tell someone else about the podcast and say best podcast in the world idle game chat on all your feeds and youtube so one of those two please otherwise we'll start getting the ump um not really sure where to start here i feel like actually you should take the lead on this um and you can sort of ask the 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 relevant questions there's a lot of pressure on your shoulders now to make sure you get the most out of this vr chat but i was thinking just as a pointer it might be worth covering off the oculus rift s like the hardware um, so we know what I was dealing with. We know what setup I had before moving on to the game. I don't know if you would agree with that. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, okay, let's do this then. I mean, I know very little about Half-Life in general, so I'm actually quite interested in this one anyway. But yeah, so... Actually, have you still got the headset? No, I've sent, sent, sent it back. <laughs> so that's the first thing to say. I had it, <laughs> had it for about three weeks. <clears throat> And yeah, it went back for, for various issues, which we'll, we'll get into. Um, it was 400 UK pounds, so not a cheap purchase. And I've reinvested that money into a 1440p monitor, which was a far better long-term investment than something I should have done about 18 months ago. Um, but yeah, it went back because I had some... It just weren't, it weren't stable enough for me. It, it didn't work consistently enough. And when you're paying 400 pounds for something, I expect it to work pretty much all the time. And, yeah, uh, that's really interesting because I think, well, we did have a conversation a while ago and you asked me a couple of questions about the PSVR and mm. it massively has its limitations. It can be a bit of a fuzzball most of the time, like low res. Yeah. But in general, performance wise, I've had enough, I would, I would have nothing but good things to say about it. Yeah, it's a bit of a novelty still. Mm. And even I have waned on it in the last sort of six months. Um, but I can't fault it, like, performance-wise. It, you know, it, it works. It works really well. And yeah. if you can get over, especially the more, like, cartoony games tend to look pretty good. It's when they go for the real life, they kind of struggle well, Resi, a bit. The Resi 7s of the world. Yeah, I mean, that's actually grainy. probably the one, yeah, the one that actually kind of um, bucks that trend. But generally speaking, like, the blood and... Blood and Diamonds, whatever it was called. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think, yeah, the one that was obviously the like, like London Snatch. Heist. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Some <clears> of that was really sort of fuzzy, kind of fuzzy thinking, David. So, yeah, I'm surprised you're saying that because obviously this headset is a lot more high end, I would say, or a level up at least. Yeah, I'd say like out of the levels, you've got PSVR. Oh, actually, this is, I'm completely going to blow this, but PSVR is like sort of an entry level type vr yeah, jobby of like the sort of consoles obviously there's the the phone ones you get yeah which, uh, you've got the yeah. phone ones but you've also got the oculus rift quest which is like its own self-contained thing doesn't need a phone doesn't need a pc and that's a bit sort of middle end alongside the same sort of price as this rift s so then i'd say the middle end is the rift s stroke quest and okay then, and then top ends the vive stuff the um the steam yeah. and, and valve created stuff and you're looking for a, for a full kit of that a grand so you can understand why when i was looking at vr i was like right i ain't paying that and i've got fucking erect cameras in the room i was like no chance 
Not a, yeah, not that's mental money, isn't it? And yeah, it's a big setup. So money was definitely a, a factor in that, and um, I wanted to harness sort of the power of the PC as well. So that's why the quest was quite easily written off because it's a self-contained thing. You can now link it up into the PC, but it hasn't got as, the guts on as good. So I thought I've got a PC sitting here. I don't do too much gaming on it, and it'd be nice just to maybe that can be the VR machine. So I thought Oculus Rift is the way to go. And then the S. The, the thing they boast about is that you can do room scaling, i.e. you can sort of wander around in the room and it will track you quite well without setting up any cameras or any additional sensors because what I didn't want is an extra layer of hassle when it came to starting up VR yeah. or even just the, the initial setup, like I said, with the, the Valve stuff. Do I really want to be putting up cameras and screwing things into the wall and into the seat? Not really. I know you can get little tripods for them, but again, I don't really want to clutter the room. So that the fact that this was even te- technology-wise existed, I was quite impressed. I was like, oh, hang on. Um, you don't need any additional sensors. That sounds too good to be true. And in some ways it was. Um, but that's the reason why I kind of went down that at the right mix of price and also removed any extra clutter I'd need. Because the, the, the PS4 or the PlayStation VR, you've got that, that little camera set up, haven't you? It's a pain, mate, especially now I've got all my wires um, like into the wall. Yes. And I haven't got it set up. So I don't know when or if that's ever coming back out, if I'm honest. Yeah, because it's designed to sit on top of the telly, isn't it, the camera? Well, I had it. I've got like the TV on the wall and then like a unit under the TV and it worked fine there. Yeah. Like you, because it basically then the first thing you do is like calibrate yourself with the camera. So you might have to kind of step forward, step back to be in the, you know, correct sort of range but once you're there you should be pretty good basically nice yeah well this one just it's the oculus rift s quite straightforward you just plug it into your display port in the back of your uh in back of your pc uh, i think there's a power socket i'm pretty sure there's a power one as well but obviously there's one big huge wire coming out and you're away it really is it is pretty plug and play like just to get the thing booted up once you've got in there, you've then got to calibrate the controllers and the headset to the environment. And that's pretty straightforward. Like the controllers, you just hold some buttons and it detects. So when them. you say controllers, you've got like your own like move controllers or just all Yeah, like sorry. Yeah, so that £400 yeah. pound included like two Oculus Rift, I think they're called touch controllers. Okay. Um, and they're quite cool. They're sort of like little sticks with little round sensors that can kind of almost track where your fingers are. Not quite. But interesting if, okay if you lift it off the trigger you'll notice your little finger in the game will come off slightly it's not exact but it, it, it at least registers that you've sort of lessened the grip um so you calibrate those and then for the room scaling you it's got some outward facing cameras which is again quite clever i think most of the high-end vr sets have that so you can see outside and see your room so you don't trip over anything and all you do is draw like a square basically around the floor of your area where you want there to be like a guardian, it's called. And it sets up like a little perimeter. You go near the perimeter and a little red mark will come over the game and say, oh, wait, that's the wall there. And you're off. So it's actually a pretty, you know, relatively stress-free setup. Um, and then when the tech itself works, like the actual scaling, the actual tracking, without any sensors, I'll be honest, is pretty incredible. Like for it to be that accurate with nothing but six outward facing cameras, like just looking at the room is, is amazing. I've just got just this headset on and it's still able to detect all my movements. The controls are picking up my hand gestures, all this good stuff. And 
yeah, when it when I first got it running, I was like, this is excellent, in all honesty. Well, yeah, because they've just simplified quite a complicated thing there, haven't they? By like, I mean, guessing the ones where you like screwing cameras to the wall and stuff. Yeah. They're like reading each other, whereas this just drawing that like line in the VR world. So you just, as long as it knows where you are in relation to that, you know, determined line, then it's, it, yeah, it makes it really easy. That yeah. sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So when it worked, it was, it was superb. The trouble the, the really ugly head was when I turn it when I turn it off for a session. I'm like, yeah, that was, a, that was a good session in VR. I'm hot, but you know, might have overstayed my welcome. Come back the next day, and it would never. I think 30 percent of the time it would boot up okay. The 70 percent I'd have to re-go, redo the calibration, redo the Guardian, redo the controls, uh, and, then, right. and then even sometimes because I was playing Half-Life Alex, which is on Steam. There's like a, a Steam VR app and that. Sometimes it wouldn't connect and talk to that. And then at that stage, I was like, right. So the, although hardware-wise, there's less faffing around, when you've got to get into the software, there was a lot more kind of hoops to jump through and a lot more areas where it could go wrong. And so if right. it's not working, it's hard to actually figure out what's going wrong here. Is it the sensor in my headset? Is it the software between Oculus and, and, and the Steam? Is it Steam and the game? And I thought, you know what? I don't even like PC gaming as it is at the best of times because of all this bollocks. Now I've got this fucking headset here, which is like an extra layer of what's what the fuck's gone wrong and what's not working. And for it not to work most of the time, when I booted it up and not remember my Guardian setup, was I, at that point I was like, this is unacceptable. And I thought, when I finish this game, it's going to go back. And that was probably about halfway through the game I decided that. I was like, I'm going to finish this, get through Half-Life Alex because I'm enjoying it, but... It wasn't. It was not smooth sailing, and I was I was kind of expecting a little bit more for that sort of money. It's like an orange, sort of not worth the hassle, not mm. quite. Can't. Yeah, yeah I don't like oranges anyway. I've got so a that's question. Two questions. Go on. Shoot. One is a practical one. So with this, like, um, you know, your wall's like three feet from you, and you're walking towards your wall. If you're doing like, if you're walking left, and you're going, it, it warns you that you're going to hit your wall. Mm. If in the game world you still need to go left four more steps like how does that work practically speaking so it depends on it to be honest it depends how you have the game set up and how your control scheme is set up so with half-life alex you've got a few options um you can choose to teleport to move around which kind of not eliminates but reduces the amount of times you need to be walking around in an area i think you can freely walk around as well or you can have the old school where you, you use the touch controls to move forward. And that was, I was thinking that's going to give me motion sickness if I do that. So I just stuck it on, on teleport. And what the game allows you to do is like just flick back on the right analog stick and it will move you back in the game. Got you. Um, so you could you could step back a few steps in the, in, in the real world. I'll then be further away from my target. If I flick forward, I can then teleport to the closer bit and inspect whatever I was doing on the floor without bumping my head. Yep. I, I still hit my head on a few things. And because the game... Because Half of Alex actually has quite a lot of action in it, like shooting and ducking and covering, which I wasn't really prepared for in, in VR. I did a few times scrape my knuckles on the wall because you just panic. It's like fucking yeah. hell, you, you, you don't realise where you are. And once that happened, just once or twice, it it kind of when whenever something kicks off, I'm always a bit slow to react. I was like, I need to be a bit more methodical here, but then the game didn't always allow for that. It doesn't take a lot, really, to knock your confidence in you not hitting something. And then once you, you're aware that there's walls again, it kind of s- s- sours the experience a little bit, I think. Agreed. And then my other question is, like, the problems you had, I'm assuming you've done apps research. Yeah. Like, 
is that a common problem then all these like startup problems it seemed to be a lot of people were saying that it was the oculus rift itself as in the the the, the one i'd got like there's people that have don't have any of those issues where they where it just switches off and says the sensor's not working and they reckon it could have been a defective headset potentially right um, which is quite common in monitors funny enough which is what i've traded it in for like there's actually quite a lot of people that will get a monitor and it'll have like a dead pixel on it and then they'll have to send it or you accept it or they send it back and get replacement because there's like a a tolerance in like the the qa world that allows for certain things to maybe slip through the net and, and that may have been the case here to be honest there was so many different things that actually went wrong the game crashed a couple of times the steam vr crashed a couple of times the sensors switched off once or twice that at one point, I was like, this could be just the whole ecosystem on this. That's just not... And I've just got really unlucky in it. They're just not talking effectively to one another. Um, you probably would have a smoother experience if you got a, a Vive because you've then got this... It's, it's a Steam-based headset, whereas because I was an Oculus-based, I've still got to jump through the hoop of going through It was Steam. adding an extra layer. Yeah, three, yeah, it's just like, that was that part of it. Again, don't know. After it happened enough, I was like, this is too much. It's poor. It's the professor of VR headsets, mate. Letting letting standards slip. Yeah, send it out. It's fine. Dead pixel. Yeah, yeah one point. It's madness, really. But it does it does happen. And I, but at that point, I was a bit like, I'm not really. I've en- I enjoyed the VR experience, and I hadn't had it in a long time. But I kind of looked at the horizon. Was like, right, what else could I play on this? Astrobot new. Well, that was my next question. Was 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 there anything else sort of lined up? I know like Half Life. I'd love to play this. Yeah, I've I'm, heard really good things, but I can't. And then, so yeah, did you have anything else? Like, the, the only in thing. There's on only the, um, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, which oh, yeah. usually I wouldn't have given the time of day of a new Walking Dead game because they've been quite poor since the Telltale games. But this one in particular actually was getting decent reviews in the VR world. So sounds like they've done a good job of it, but. You know, basically, I've ordered it. For, one thing I will say is Amazon were excellent. I think I ordered it in just the end of May, like 20th of May or something like that. And I had like six weeks to return it. So I've got more than what you'd normally get because I think the pandemic, they had extended people's sort right. of return warranties and stuff like that. But I got to the, the sort of middle of middle of, uh, of June and I thought I could start this game again, but I'm a bit frustrated with the tech. You know what? I'm not even going to put myself in that situation where I'm halfway through something I've got to send it back so I'll just pack as soon as I finished Half-Life Alex, I packed it all up sent it off and it wasn't even in the post to Amazon they'd already refunded me and I was like Christ so because of Bezos's generosity little Jimmy in Southampton is going to open his little VR headset this Christmas yep. he's like mummy why is there a long abs hair in my, in my VR <laughs> I've seen your hair mate you haven't had hair cut in six months yep. ridiculous yeah oh I don't sweat <laughs> Sweaty apps juice all over his headset. It's disgusting. I did try and clean it, but I, well. I, to be honest, I don't know if they'll. I don't know if they'll just go back into like a defect line. I don't know how they'll do that, but it ain't my problem now. Like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, just put yeah. it in a big, like big, yeah, box in a big storage warehouse somewhere and just lock it up. Be done with it. But That's it. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame, really. That's a real shame. Yeah, because like I had just about like it recommends. I think the minimum's one, one, one squared meter. Like to have like the room scaling, and I had just, I just about had two 
if I've got my lines dead on, like because when you're doing it hat by hand, there's always a, a wobbly bit. So well, where were you in your little office thing? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. That's a pretty big space, to be fair. Yeah, so that was it was a shame because I had like the right setup for it, but. Yeah, it's just too much. I thought, you know what, 400 quid actually is a lot of money for something that's not working well. And game-wise, am I going to really... Like, now, I mean, we're recording this in August, so pulling back the curtain in case it's been d- delayed and airing months afterwards. But I couldn't imagine playing VR in this heat. No, uh, it would, no one's doing that. No, it would it would kill me off, so... I think the Oculus Rift S for people, if you can get a decent headset that's working and don't have the problems I had, it's actually a, a really good bit of kit. And considering the high end is a grand, like 600 quid in your back pocket back is decent in my view. Problem is though, it's still not, it's as much as a console, isn't it? Like that's the thing. It's still not cheap. No, it's not cheap at all. And uh, So it needs to be working for 400 quid. Like, yeah. As you say, if you can get one that does work, but then that's, it's still a gamble, isn't it? I yeah. guess... If you can get this kind of Bezos six-week vibe, then Christ, do what you did. Line up a few games, test it out. If you ain't liking it, yeah. drop it. I mean, it's it's tough, isn't it, as well? Because it had this been two years ago, maybe even three. I don't know when the VR... I've had it been like a first-generation headset. I feel like I'd have been a bit more accepting of like problems. Of course, yeah. Whereas now, I feel like the, especially the feedback you've given on PSVR, like it's pretty much, I mean, it's technically not as strong as this, but it's it works 99% of the time. Like there's no faffing around. Dave Salmon, Hogsworth, he's he's had a Vive and he's had all sorts. I think he's, he's, got, he's got an index now. He's had no issues with that, like the top end. So it kind of like this at this stage of the game in the VR race, you, you want it to be working flawlessly. And obviously, respecting that the tech might crap out now and again on the rare occasions, but when it's more often than not, that to me, like this far into VR, feels a bit weak source for me. They should be that should have all been ironed out in Gen One, and then when this one comes about, they're like, right, we've hit this, we've nailed it. But that's crufts, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, the only tech problem I can think of with the PSVR was that sometimes the tracking would go off. So if you kind of moved either in your seat a little bit, if you're sitting down or kept looking to the right, like I don't know, something was over there, mm. it might not then track back to the middle. So you were always kind of slightly then off center. Yeah. And if it got worse and worse, it would really, if that would give you serious motion sickness, because like you knew you weren't like head, like facing straight, <laughs> but your straight was now like at 75 degrees to your left and it was like really sort of messed with you after a while yeah but that happened just a couple of times to me it was never a big issue it just you really noticeable when it did happen because you felt fucking terrible i remember one evening i had with half-life alex and i think i had a little dog obviously so he i could have got like a couple of hours to play maybe an evening tops and then it's time to look after him it's my turn and I spent 90 minutes of those two hours trying to get the thing to work. The, the language coming out of this office, I hope no one was walking by. I was getting hot, I was swearing, I was ranting, I was raving. It just would not work. And then, for whatever reason, and I'd said this multiple times, it's the last time I'm going to do this and I'm going to walk away from it. I said it about six times. For whatever happened on the, on the seventh time, it worked, and, and and I'd done nothing differently. And I thought I can't tolerate. I don't even know what I've done to fix it. It's just started <laughs> working. The, and the worst, the the biggest 
sort of crime it used to commit is that I'd get in sometimes, I'd like no guardian set up. I'd be like, oh, it's remembered where I was. Oh, this is all great. I would go into my little virtual desktop because you could you could like see your desktop in VR, which is quite cool. You can like watch YouTube and that, which is good to play around in. Start up Half Life Alex, and then the game wouldn't like tr- it would not track my head movement. It would like be in like pictures almost. I turned my head, and that would really make me feel sick. I was like, oh god, that's really messing with me. Like you said, because your brain's half tricked at that point. And it just say the sensors aren't working. Please try again. And I was like, well, this, this is uh, what do you mean? What's that? And that was yeah. the, that was the last straw when it happened for that. Because usually I just restart it once and it would work. And I was like, I can almost work with that. Like if I know I've just got to do this every time, I can almost logically say, yep, okay, that's just going to be a concession I've made. But when it went on for ninety minutes and I was just trying all these different things, I was like, that's the end of it. You've we've broke my trust now <laughs> I'm not having it oh dear alright well that's a no go but how about the game then should we get into that yeah so Half-Life I love Half-Life I remember so how have you again you're too young so how have you played <laughs> these games I don't know I think the reason I got into Half-Life was because of Counter-Strike okay so if you go back to when there was internet cafes there's one down the yeah. south end next to the Sutton Arms I think it was Rose, I know exactly the one you mean yeah Rose Asylum and I think there's another one called Cyber Club or something in the in Victoria Plaza or whatever it is anyway um, and we, at that time Wakering Internet was 56k dial up pretty much <laughs> so you could not play an online game I remember I played for months Counter Strike and it was the laggiest shittiest connection ever I think I got one kill against like another human and it was pure luck so in the end we discovered as mates like as a group of us used to play that there's actually we can go down these internet cafes and play Counter-Strike um, and Counter-Strike was actually a mod of Half-Life so you needed to have Half-Life installed at home to, didn't even know that yeah so that's how it kind of started out and that's okay. really how I got it I was like, I've got this game installed called Half-Life I'll just jump in and play it and back then this was like 90 Eight, I guess 99 probably in, into the 2000s we're still playing Counter-Strike at the in, internet cafe um, I used to play Half-Life at home because I didn't need the internet connection it was a single player game and it, as I said it's back in those days where I didn't care much so I used to put God Mode on and roar through the game and I loved it so once Half-Life sort of got his hooks in there when I saw there's a Half-Life 2 coming out I thought well that looks great I'll play that <clears throat> did not have a PC capable of running it at the time so I had to wait Years. I didn't play Half-Life 2 until about five years ago, and it had been it had been out plenty of time before that, and uh, I was pleased to play through that. So really, it was just luck. It was just Counter-Strike was there, I'd, and, and uh, I had to have Half-Life installed, and uh, I gave it a go, and I thought, well, this is a great game. Sort of, sort of didn't know back then how good it really was. I really liked it, but when you're sort of 12, you're not really going, oh, this is one of the best games ever made. Like, you just sitting there and playing it and it's only when really you look back at it I think actually for its time the reason why it stood out and I played a lot of games between then from like Unreal to Unreal Tournament all on PC like Half-Life definitely stood out and then Half-Life 2 even playing it all those years later like almost 10 years later it would have been by the time I got to it it was still really good so I was um, one of those fans that was waiting with bated breath for Half-Life 3 and as you probably know just from following the industry a bit like that's just like the the ongoing joke isn't it that, that it's here now mate half-life alex it's a vr game it 
Yes. Do you reckon, this is, do you reckon it, they're going to work on it now? And that this has been really, I mean, obviously Half-Life 3 is always going to be successful. Mm. Well, not necessarily, I guess, if they fucking blow it. But um, I think yeah, Half-Life like, ne- definitely will be successful. Like, this is now, because I think the question coming to this was, it's been so long, 16 years since the last sort of mainline entry to Half-Life. And it's in VR. Can have Valve have have they got have still got the bollocks to deliver something here? Yeah. And the short answer is they have. They've done a really good job of this, and I think it, it can only build hype for a potential third. One thing I would say is, I hope they don't make it VR only. In all honesty, because the biggest problem I have with the game, this is going to sound stupid, is that it's in VR. <laughs> Like, yeah it's the vr parts of the game that i enjoyed the least and oh wow okay that was um i don't think that's necessarily because the that it's implemented badly i actually think it's one of the best implementations of vr but what this whole experience has taught me is that i'm i don't like vr that much like i just i just don't <laughs> i just I, no i mean mate can't i mean completely yeah that's very true um, it's a great experience. Like it's one of those you do have those moments. Like when I first booted it up and I was looking around the city, like you're on this little balcony, and I was looking, I was like, "Fuck me, this is incredible." Seeing like these big fucking machines walking by. I picked up a bottle and threw it at a bird, and it reacted and flew off. And I was like, "Yeah, that's good. I enjoyed that." I think the key word here is what you just said is experience. Like mm. VR as an experience is unparalleled. It's fucking amazing. Like you put anyone, even if they don't so care about video games, it blows people's minds but then you ask someone to sit down and play a five a 10 a 15 hour video game yes and yeah i agree with you like i mean probably the best game i played in vr was astrobot yeah and i mean that did make really good use of like vr but you know the perspective you know of you know being actually in the in the world but i mean it's you know it was kind of like playing super mario world or Super Mario 64, do yeah. you know, like, it, it was very simplistic in the, you know, it, it, it was just like jumping puzzles and, and you know, using that perspective and yeah. kind of being blown away. Like, anything more than that is, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, a lot of the other games, I was always kind of like, this is cool, but mm. I'd rather be playing a traditional game, like, yeah. 100, like, there's no question, in fact. It's really taxing, like, just on your body, even. Like just having to stand up and like, the maximum I could play the game got, got I've basically worked out as about sixty minutes. I quickly realised that if I spent more than sixty minutes playing Half Life Alex, I would start flagging. I'd get hot, I'd get sweaty, I'd get irritable. But I could feel like sweat dripping in my eye. That would start stinging. I'd be like, right, I'm kind of like done with this now. And I, I don't mind playing games like that. But ideally, if I if I'm enjoying something, it'd be good to have it in a in a vessel that I can play for two hours without feeling uncomfortable and actually look let's take a step back a second okay because i know there's like the rumbles of the world the marcuses they're sitting there now going oh i know you two are sort of two of the leading industry experts on video games but boy apps adcock i don't even know what half-life is i'm a youngster i didn't play them so um and to be honest i'm not gonna lie i know very little of this world i've played portal and portal Mm. 2 which i believe are Yep. sort of in the same universe maybe yeah i don't know actually i've never gone down that rabbit hole but they're, they're valve games and they are excellent as well like yeah, anything they... valve makes typically has been really good but they just their outputs just it's worse than rock stars 
Yeah, <laughs> Portal Two is fucking fantastic. Yeah. One of the funniest games as well. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but for what I know, first person yep. shooter with a really sort of like sci-fi, big on story, correct, and left on a cliffhanger in Half Life Two. Half Life Two and, Episode Two. So they've done some DLC after. So just to right. really, you know, turn the knife. That's what they did, and that was 2007, episode two. So it's been 13 years sitting that there. That is a long time. And this is a prequel, Half Life, Alex, to Half Life okay. Two. So with that, with that in mind, yeah, Half Life itself was like a first-person shooter series, and sort of a mixture of combat and puzzle solving. Okay. And I guess unlike a lot of the games at the time, and something that's come into games more, I think going back to '98 when the first one came out. Like it used a lot of scripted sequences and yep. things like that, and and everything was advanced through the first person perspective. And you played Gordon Freeman; he never spoke, but everything, the whole story is told by other characters around you, and you never break that that first person, you know, viewpoint. Got you. And um, yeah, it's a sci-fi game. Essentially, he's working at a, a black mace. The great thing about that game I used to love doing is it starts off and you just go into work as Gordon Freeman. So for the first like half hour, you just have to sort of get to work on the tram, check in, um, go and like put your suit on, talk to people, and then it all kicks off and there's like a... Goya, love like, it. It's, it's great. And I used to replay that bit over and over because I love that sort of calm. But essentially there was a, there's a big sort of combining of, of, of dimensions called another one called Zen, and it drops a load of aliens off and that fucks the world basically from there on out and you're just trying to get out. And Half-Life 2 carries on that story outside of the <clears throat> the Black Mesa research facility. Got oh, yeah. Half-Life Alex is set just before Half-Life 2. And actually, for those that like the lore of Half-Life, I think Half-Life Alex is a really smart entry because it, it, it plays on things that you already know and also fills in gaps of things you don't know whilst making it relevant, it being released at this time sort of after episode two so there are links to the whole half-life universe that i think fans that have been waiting for that next step you're not going to get the next step because it's, it's a sequel it's a prequel sorry but it will still reference enough of the of the latest episode two that you're going to be like oh, okay now let's let's see where this perhaps goes in a, in a future game got yeah nice but yeah if you've not played them they will feel old yeah <laughs> it's as simple as yeah. that like but they're great games and then I'm guessing there's like some of the same enemies and things in Alex as in the original. I'm guessing well, they look significantly different in VR. That's one of the advantages when you get the scale of these things. And yeah, so you get like the, the one of the iconic enemies are the head crabs, which basically jump at you. They try and jump at your face, and they the, the idea is they get on your face. They like you become the host then of them, and they you're a zombie. That's aliens vibes. Yeah, it is very aliens vibes. And but but that's now in VR. So now they're jumping at you as you <laughs> as you walk around Wouldn't the corner. Like, yeah. So if you don't, don't like want. like things like spiders and things like that, it, it's really offsetting. But it's nice to see them in, in VR and like swat them away with your gun and shoot them and have to like line it up and aim. That's all good stuff. But a lot of the enemies are, um, well, they're not. They're called the they're called the combine. So I don't think they're human. They're like another alien race that's called running the 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 uh the earth at that point but they're like humanoid enemies basically they have guns and weapons and things like that so they're quite standard so a lot of the 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 enemy in combats encounters are with those guys and that sort of combat is really difficult i found in, in the vr because you don't 
can't take a lot of damage. You have to fuck it. I, have to, I was sitting there like kneeling down on the floor to get behind this box because it's like room scale. Like I can't just sort of oh, stick yeah. to the cover. I was like I'm on yeah. the floor. Like Jesus Christ. In that sense, it was quite cool. But then after a while, I was like I can't be bothered to keep doing that. I'm gonna hurt me back. So <coughs> I don't need to be doing this. And yeah, so it's it's nice. It was really good seeing this world realised in VR and getting up close and personal with a lot of the, the bits and pieces that we'd seen in, in previous games. And um, there was definitely some, some good points to it. I think the overall narrative is, is really good. Like I said, I just think the, the VR vessel, they the, the big thing they, they talk about and the, the, the kind of like the USP of this game is that you've got an item called the gravity glove. And yep. the, the way that works is that you point at an object in the game... And then you hold one of the triggers, you flick your hand back, and the gravity glove like pulls the item towards you. Then you then grab it in midair and then can use it. So that's okay. that's the main VR gimmick. Like it's like you can use that to like unlock things. You can use it to like pull little upgrades that you can get for your guns or for your health or, or whatever like that. Ice cream man, you'll probably get that in a minute. I can hear him, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's the main thing is that they're saying that it's it's in VR because that gravity glove isn't possible to do in a traditional game. And I kind of think you you could do it a bit more clumsy. I was going to say, so this couldn't port over then? You don't think? No. Well, they said they, they we- can't. I'm, I it, it's good. It's like really cool. Just like flick your wrist and pull like a gun over to you and like grab it in midair and then shoot someone. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I feel like you could do that with an analog stick if you adjusted it to sort of fixate on the items and you use the analog stick to like flick it back I don't know it feels like it's doable but I guess you lose that clumsiness when you miss it and then drop it on the floor and you, uh, there's all that sort of stuff you've got to think about as well but it is a bit of a shame that one of probably the most anticipated yeah. games of the year is going to be missed by loads so many of its core fans yeah it's an absolute it's a bit of a stinker move really to, to do that because the VR population is going to be on the lower end of people that are playing games and those that are Half-Life fans there's going to be loads that don't have access to it and that's a shame considering it's been 13 years since episode 2 you'd think that they would want to have everyone to come along and join the party and say look this is the big comeback of Half-Life with Half-Life Alex, but no, you've got to have 400 quid headset and an 800 pound PC there to run it. It's, and the other thing is, and I don't know whether it will be ported over, but like this could run on PSVR, I'm pretty sure. Like they could just Do you think? downscale. Well, yeah, you got you got Resi Seven on there. Like, That's very true. Yeah. Well, like, this is. I mean, this is a long game. I'll be honest, but I think they could do it. Like the technology is not going to be much different from, you know, that you just have to adjust the move controller, I guess, but. Like they don't want people on the PlayStation to have it at the moment. They want it to be exclusive to PC, so you buy it through the Steam store. So I don't know. Maybe one of those ones that sort of arrives in a few years' time, and was it? And more people can play it. Is it like broken up into? I've got no idea of the formula. Is it like broken up into chapters? Like how many chapters have we got? Oh, how yeah. long is this game? Yeah, so it's it's about twelve hours. I like that. That's sort of my sweet spot, I'd say. Not for VR, mate. It's way too long. Yeah. Do you know what I think? sessions, mate. It is, but break that down. I would do that an hour of that, like, over two weeks, just kill that off. That's fine for me. Wow. It felt too long for me. Okay. It it was... I was thinking, Christ. Because it runs out of steam, is the problem. 
There's only so much... Like, when you lose that amazement of, oh, I'm in VR, this looks really cool, and it becomes a game, it actually becomes clumsy to move around and do everything you need to do. Yeah. And 12 hours of it was, was, was very taxing. Um, and yeah, there are chapters. I think there's maybe 14, maybe slightly less. And, my God, the pacing of the, of the chapters are all over the place. Like, you go through one chapter, it's an hour. That's, that's about right. That's what I expected. Go for another chapter, it's an hour. Another chapter, it's 30 minutes. She's like, oh, okay, that's a little transition. That's fine. I was on one for about two and a half hours, nearly three hours. I was like, right, what are you doing? There's <laughs> like two of them that are like really long like that. And I was like, why have you done that? It's really frustrating. It's, it's really interesting because as you kind of like get into a routine like that, it is annoying because you might think, oh, I've got to like an hour I and get a half to the end here. of it. Yeah, I'll smash yeah. out a chapter. And then you're like, well, I'm not even halfway through this. No. And yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It was a yeah, so that was a that was that was irritating if I'm honest. It just felt a bit too long, and like I've, long before the end of the game, I found the combat like fun anymore. And it, so much so that I switched it down down a level, went like full old school sort of baby apps, trying to couldn't put God mode on, but I found the next best thing, like, and I was fucking ripping them up. I was like, take that, you bastards. And um, yeah, it was, by that point, it became a bit more. It's like a routine just to get through it. The, the the shine had come off it by the back end of the game. I'd probably say the last half, even that I felt a bit like that because I knew that the game was. I was only halfway through, and I thought, bloody hell, another six hours of this. And long before the end, the the, the shine of the the VR experience and what some of the great things that Half Life Alex does with the gravity glove and the puzzles, I guess, are okay. They're not like groundbreaking, like simple, like. So you've got to get a, a charged wire from A to B, and you've got to move the panels. There's a lot of that going on, which is quite so standard simplified stuff. from the other games. Are you saying? Um, or were they, like, what? Can you remember what they were like previously? Yeah. So it's the. Uh, I don't know if they're simplified. It felt like there's a lot more environmental puzzles on the old ones because right. you're jumping, like platforming. Like obviously this doesn't have that because you yeah. can't run and jump. So you lose all that environmental stuff that was that was interesting to, to play with in favour of, okay, I've got something in my hand and I've now got to manipulate it so that I can unlock the special item or whatever it is or open the door using the, the, the power panel and following the wires up and then changing the panels. So, yeah. I mean, I think they, they do definitely lose a bit of variety when you go into VR because you can't do the, the platforming stuff really because I, I was teleporting around all over the place. It's true, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't know how I feel about that teleporting thing. It's, it serves a purpose, but obviously, like, have you ever had a go of like full, full fat VR then, like at a games expo or anything? Yeah, like, what do you mean? Is in like you, you know, that we see these blokes, you know, with the cameras and like, you know, people drawing bow arrows and like shooting people. You know, like you've seen these things on Twitter and stuff, and this. I think I have, but all the games have all been set up, and it's kind because of, I remember when they first started, they were just you just move normally with the analog stick, and that used to make people feel rough. Yeah, they were standing still, and the character was moving. I think over time they've adjusted it to be, you know, a bit more of a, a VR friendly one. But yeah, I mean, I've played, well, I don't know, I've played lots of PlayStation VR games that have plenty of move controller bits and pieces that feel like sort of. Sorry, VR. I mean like as in like when you actually move around. You know what you're saying with the, oh, you the can room move around scaling. your room. Yeah, have you ever played like the full, you know... No, it was the first time, to be top honest. Top-tier version of that. No. I just wonder, like, how much that adds on. Like, is that... Well, I think it... Like, it, if money was no option, you had a room dedicated to VR in your house and... 
you know, I think it would add a bit, but not enough to warrant the the outlay of yeah. a new house for it. Because the the thing is, it only <laughs> takes one like for you to get close to the wall once. Yeah. For it to then just that'll be it. You kind of are wary of it. It only takes one of those, and that will happen even in the biggest of rooms, unless you have like a fucking warehouse where you can't do it. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was good enough what it was. Like it was impressive just walking around this little space here, just sort of crouching down and moving a bit scurrying forward to get something underneath a shelf or something. That was interesting. But I can't believe it makes you see, like if you're 70 years old, you ain't playing this. Like no. if you were a seven-year-old with a VR, you you've got to be this because. I played that Blood and Truth, I think that's what it's called on PSVR, and you obviously had to duck behind things there. But it was yeah. pretty chill, if you know what I mean. You could, mm. you know, like, you could sit on the couch, and a little bop up, and your little man would pop up. You didn't have to, you weren't doing, like, 500 squats no. in a session. Well, this sounds mental. Were well, you crawling around like... <laughs> you haven't got it. I mean, it's only because I wanted to get the little upgrade thing that I noticed at the right. corner of my eye. Like, you can just... You can play it sitting down, I'm pretty sure, just that you've got to be then quite strategic on where you put your, you sort of teleport yourself because you want to have some cover that you can, you know, be behind if you need to. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was a bit more taxing than I thought, and I think the room scan adds to that because I was sort of getting on my tiptoes, my hand up, trying to grab things, and, yeah, I don't know. I just think that the uh, a franchise that's been just ignored for so long to then come out with this... In, in, in what is really a good VR game, probably one of the, the best out there, and if you would look at the scores even, that would be an okay opinion to express. So, uh, But I just still think the whole vessel of VR holds it back a little bit from being like a top, top tier game. I think it's a it's a good and competent VR experience, but if you're comparing it to like even if I've played Ghost of Tsushima, I just think I'd rather sit down and play that if I'm honest. And that's a that's a good game in itself, but it's not gonna win game of the decade when when it yeah. comes out to twenty thirty when we get round to that. Jesus, imagine that. Two thousand and thirty. Cool. It's coming, mate. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you would like to say before we go into reviews? Uh, no, oh, actually, the, the, I guess again, the, the, the VR part of this game is is the puzzle solving and a bit of the combat and um, the gravity gloves where you can like flick stuff towards you. But there's also other bits like reloading your gun is very manual in the game. So each of the guns have different like little levers you need to pull to like to, to uncock the, the latest magazine. You slot it in. So that was all quite fun to do throughout. That was quite an interesting take on it. But again, I don't think you're gonna be missing much if you ported that to a console and just press square to reload it. Like reloading shouldn't be the highlight of a game in just in my opinion but again because it's vr i think everything even the small bits feel like they're a big deal but generally i think that if you it's a shame really where we where we are that there's gonna be a lot of half-life fans that can't experience this because it's not going to be as far as i know ported to any non-vr um components and at the moment it's pc only vr so those with a psvr are sort of sitting there thumb up our saying do i just go back to astrobot and people are nodding going yeah that's all you've got mate yeah it's interesting you're quite like i mean as you were talking then i was just like right let's see what the world's saying about it and they love it i mean well exactly it's been made out to be the second coming and it well, ain't. Me, sergius mckenzie's <laughs> 
After completing the game today, I can only say wow on how great it is. I don't get it. I'm going to list all my pros and cons. Pros, the graphics, the best I've seen in VR. Gameplay, very similar to Boneworks and even better with props. Don't know what that means. World immersion. It's got very, like, unique sort of, like, parameters here. It feels as you are part of the world throughout. Mm. AI, amazing, well-balanced and crafted. Crafted. Get stuck, but overall okay. Right. Model, I'm not going to go on. This is models, very good and highly detailed. Right. I mean, cons need an expensive gaming PC to run, but smooth without blur. So you know, sticking it to the PSVR. Yeah. Nasty that is. Yeah. I mean, the the Metacritic, the, the Open Critic score so that we use for the game release, a 92, which is very good, and loads of 10 out of 10s. I don't know, as, as someone who, and I felt like this, as someone who's not had that much experience of VR, like I've played my fair share, um, I was expected to be bowled over by this, because I was like, not only is it a, in a medium or a, you know, it's been implemented on VR, which I'm not overly fatigued on, like I'm, I've still got that amazement when I put a headset on now and again, but and also it's Half-Life, but I just didn't get that, like it all just wore off pretty quickly, Um it's just, a, I think it just struggled to, with the balance maybe slightly. Um, and the, the combat side of things, whilst fun, became the most frustrating thing in the game. I, and I was like, this is now annoying me that I keep dying here because my fucking fat head's poking out of this box that I can't get behind. Um, but then again, there's cool bits like when they throw a grenade at you and you use the gravity gun to flick it towards you and ping it back at them and you nail them. That feels good. But to be honest... Like, this time next year, will I still be thinking about Half-Life Alex? I might be thinking about the story and where the, when, the, when the next game's coming, whether that's going to be VR or how that's going to work, but I'm not going to be thinking, yeah, that time I reloaded that rifle, fuck me. That's really stuck with me, that has. Christ. I don't... Yeah. yeah. It's just, I don't, I'm not saying it's, yeah. it's not bad, it's good, but it's not... Maybe it is a breakthrough game for VR. I don't know. I've not played enough of it, but it, I'm comparing it to other video games. And it didn't feel as strong in that sense. That to be honest, is, I, I mean, I know what you're saying. In a like, in a game series that you have like a history with and love, mm. in a game format that you enjoy, yeah, and you haven't really got that much experience in VR. If this isn't going to be the one, then realistically, what is? Yeah. I don't think at the it's, moment. it's not worth... And the, I guess the kicker is a lot of people have gone out and bought a VR headset, which is the reason I kind of got it. I was like, I want to play Half-Life Alex because it sounds like it's going to be groundbreaking. And I didn't get that from it. I didn't get groundbreaking. I got very good VR game, like very, very good virtual reality game, but not bowled over, if I'm honest. Well, look, do me a favour. So yep. give me your thumbs up. Um, well, obviously, thumbs just as you are with everything considered. Then if if in a world where Boris has gone, right, it's lockdown, you're all bored, going to throw you all a free VR headset and a high-rig gaming PC to play this. So everyone's got one and you're, all you're doing is paying the twenty five ninety nine or whatever they charge for this on Steam. Well, if that gives a different review, then maybe give me that thumbs up as well. So I'll give it, I'll still give it one thumbs up, Half-Life Alex. So it wouldn't... That's it, good. It it's better than I was thinking. You ain't going to get groundbreaking too. I mean, really, it, it could have potentially, like, I don't know. I just feel like... From what you're saying, I would have thought you was going to have, like, thumbs in the middle. No, because it was still decent for what it was. And 
there are great moments in it and the narrative it's really the the fact you know i'm getting caught up in the fact that it's been another half-life game that's really the main takeaway here that half-life as a video game series still exists okay it exists at, at present on a platform that most people won't want to play it won't be able to play sorry and perhaps won't want to invest so i kind of feel like a bit of a fuck you to valve for doing that um but uh, you know perhaps they was maybe this was just a proof of concept what well, it's apparently it started out as a little sort of proof of concept by a team and they showed it and they went yeah do it so it wasn't like it was planned to fuck people over and stop people from playing it but people talk about oh that is a spider-man's gonna be exclusive on the marvel's avengers on playstation 4 oh this is exclusive to a fucking pc and a fucking vr headset and they're getting away with it so don't be saying that if this is going on unchallenged it's a bit of a kick in the teeth but i still think objectively it's a good a good game albeit a bit long um and the the vessel of vr certainly pulled it back from ever getting two thumbs it started off really strong. Just, you know, once you lose the wow factor of VR, I was like, this is just another sort of video game, really. Yeah, I get that. Okay, and I'm guessing then the fact that if everyone had a free VR, you're not giving right. it more than a one thumb up, are you? So that's redundant. No, because for me, it comes down to time invested as well. Like You can give me all the games you want, but if I've got to sit there and play it and not get that time back, that's what's going to be the judgment of it, not how much it costed. I mean, if it costs you know six grand and absolutely pull it up and say it's way too expensive but um i always try and look at it if, where possible as a time invested project rather than money invested so, sort yeah of philosophy fair enough it's the well, only currency that's... you can't get back time so there's a little food for so that's a walt disney mate who's currently frozen ready to come back probably livid of what he's done oh marvel no get back to those slave <laughs> films of the 1940s the real racist ones they were weren't they they were terrible uh, so i think been taken down have they uh, yeah i've listened to strangely i just listened to a random podcast that was talking about it they've uh yeah, it's not on like Disney Plus or if the real bad ones aren't there. And I think some of them have little warnings now to say, oh, this was made in a time when it was all right to be racist. <laughs> yeah, this is in the 50s or whatever it was, so it was okay yeah. back then. It's America, it's to, to free 2001 onward, really. <laughs> Satire, so that's what you get. They they'll be more. taken as, as legit and they'll be, will be hate bombed or whatever they do nowadays. <laughs> Cancelled. Right, what's it. next, mate? That's it for that. So we'll we'll call this episode off, and we'll not, we'll... not the ideal segue, but it's fine. No, sort of. I mean I should have taken over the reins and done that, but you know as it gets hotter and hotter in this office, the concentration levels lapse. But that's a little chat on the on the VR side of things. Oculus Rift S, not not overly great. Uh, Half Life Alex, decent, but not the you know the second coming. It feels one last thought on it it feels maybe two last thoughts it feels a little bit like Breath of the Wild to me in that people are going best, best game ever made like wow look at the imagine look what you've done here like nothing's close to the, oh you can climb up walls it's like well how long does your sword last mate or oh, three hits well and then it breaks does it yeah just got to get another one fuck you it's not the best game ever made is it it feels like that sort of conversation that's going through my mind where 
It's like I agree with you with that on the Breath of the Wild. What annoys me is that no one seems to have changed. Anyone who was like day one, best mm. game ever, four years on, they're still like best game ever, <laughs> physics engine, look what I'm doing, flying across the map. It's like very good. Yeah, well done. I'll never ever have the patience to learn how to do that in the game. So no. pointless. This and this feels a bit bit like that, that this is getting huge accolades and it's you know groundbreaking all this stuff and i just haven't felt that i felt this good it's very good in some aspects some aspects it's not very good but not got this feeling of like wow i've just come out of something really really special yeah i guess in hindsight it's a really good like move for them because if it had been a blower Mm. people would be like well it's not main entry it's just a little vr side project but it's paid dividends because everyone's like well it's back it's 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 filling in the gaps it's in vr it's a new sort of concept and it's great so i will say that it doesn't feel like a side product it feels like a proper like this it feels like a lot of love and care put into this It doesn't feel like a spin-off like to give them credit this feels like a proper half-life game and i think that's one of the biggest takeaways is that yeah this feels like the next entry of, of a game from half-life and and who knows maybe if i hadn't had the issues with the oculus rift s like i would have had a bit more of a positive outlook on it and maybe it would have felt groundbreaking maybe that's what soured it but then that's the risk you take valve when you put things on vr headsets that don't always work like i, I can only play the game i've been given in front of me on the kit that you've mandated i need He's like, well, I'll get an index. I'm not spending a grand, Gabe. Come on. So basically, if you've already got a headset, I mean, I'm guessing oh, if yeah. you've already got so, a headset, yeah. you're, you've already got the game realistically. Cause what, what are you waiting for yeah. if this isn't already on your purchase list? Yeah. But if you haven't, no. if you're, what would you say? If you're a hardcore, I mean, again, if you're probably a hardcore Half-Life fan, you've probably bitten the bullet and gone out and got one. Because yeah. again, what else are you doing? I'll, but I'll if you're sitting on the fence... Yeah. And you can't get a six-week sort of trial period. You're, you're probably saying not quite worth it. Not worth all the kit and all that stuff, no. I mean, if you can somehow manipulate a, a retailer into giving you one for four weeks, and then I think the game's worth buying at the whatever price point it is, like just having that, as, even if it's a one-off. But to then keep the, the kit as well, you've really got to have more games that you're willing or wanting to play. And maybe maybe... The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners is that. I don't know. It could be it could be other games that you've been waiting for and you was like, oh, now I've got about six I want to play. Um, whereas I had other games I wanted to play, like I said, like one of them was super hot. I thought I'll jump through that in VR, but because of the technical issues of the Rift S, I was like, fuck that. That ain't happening. Yeah, it's not that good, mate. Don't worry about it. No, so that's that. But yeah, that's Half-Life Alex and the Oculus Rift S done. We'll be back next Monday with some more idle game chat so we'll bid you all adieu thank you very much for your time and ta-da This was a Dimp Digital production.